Delton. And welcome to Sage and Cynical, a podcast where we attempt wisdom, but we just end up stealing from our family to get drugs. <laughs> Have you ever been at a urinal and then a person next to you, they talk to you while you're peeing on the urinal? Honestly, man, I'm the guy that usually talks to dudes at the urinal. Oh my god, dude! Stop it. Because Why? I feel like uh, I just always feel like the awkward silence at my work. The urinals are like uncomfortably close to each other. And the only thing separating you is some piss rusted metal right. anal, and I'm almost shoulder to shoulder with the guy. Right. I feel like I need to say something. Like right. we both got our fucking wieners out and we're doing our thing and yeah that's the time to just look forward and be silent and then when you wash your hands you say whatever you want okay usually i'm like uh you know hey it's a, it's pretty hot out there isn't it and yeah the other other guy's like yeah it's hot man it's gonna and be like 90 guys, degrees the other guy's in his head like what the fuck yeah why is this person talking to me while i'm holding my wiener yeah and then i walk away from it thinking dude did we just get the second base yeah that's what it is i don't know why this always just made me horribly uncomfortable and I dread it. I'm peeing. I'm alone. And then the door opens. I'm like, oh, fuck. And then he chooses, the, like, there's fucking four urinals. And he chooses the one right next to me. And then he starts talking. I'm like, dude, this has happened to me multiple times in my life. Like, if I go into a bathroom and there's a urinal taken up and there's a space away from him, I don't know why. It just seems like courtesy to just not go to the one right next to him and then talk to him. That just seems... It seems insane to me. Yeah, I guess if you're talking about having options, yeah, that's an issue. Where I'm at, there's no options. It's just two urinals. Oh, and right. one is like waist high, yeah, and one is like angle high. But what fucking kids are working where I'm working? Yeah, I don't know. Or, you know. Maybe maybe there's going to be a little person yeah. that comes in there. Yeah. The, the kid ones are funny to me, too, especially my work. Like, there's no kids yeah it's a fucking adult workplace i don't know if it's a legal thing you have to have the short urinal yeah but i don't have like like any other handy accessible things at my location like there's not doors that automatically open or yeah one time somebody peed on top of the short urinal i don't know who it was (laughs) but i came in and the top was just covered in piss so somebody had just peed on top of it i was like oh shit why like what was yeah i missed it i wasn't there for the, the incident i just was there for the aftermath and the funny thing is I was peeing in it afterward and like one of the managers from another team noticed it. I had to say like, this wasn't me. I didn't do this. Like someone pee on the urinal. And it was right when I was washing my hands after I'd, I like used it. I had to make sure he knew. Yeah. So don't talk to me uh, when I'm peeing. It's weird. We can you talk. can talk to me. Yeah, that's I'll fine. Talk don't, I'll talk to you. But yeah, I'll talk to you. I'll talk to you when we begin washing our hands. That's that's the appropriate time to begin a conversation. Most people, I think, understand that. Do you have anyone you work with that just dips out without washing their hands? Um, they just blatantly obvious, like, nah, I'm not washing my hands. I've Deuces. not really seen that because my workplace is very, like, I do it if there's nobody in the bathroom that yeah. can judge me sometimes. I mean, my dick stays clean as fuck, dude. I wash it. It gets powder on it. <laughs> Like, why? I don't give a shit. I should wash my hands before I touch my dick. My hands are way dirtier than my dick. Yeah. Sometimes I don't wash my hands because I just don't feel like it. I've washed it seven times that day going to the bathroom. But if there's someone in there, I wash my hands 100% of the time because yeah. it's literally about judgment. That's that, That's the thing that keeps you in line. I think that's like a pretty common 
yeah thing but so i haven't the seen community will it. tear you down bud they'll yeah. ostracize you right i haven't seen anybody not wash their hands but i guarantee tons of people just don't wash their hands when nobody's there to judge them yeah but from even when i'm alone most of the time i wash my hands i stay clean i'm a clean person but i'm like dude i just peed like a half hour ago i'm peeing again i wash my hands then like this i'm fine like just the very act of touching my penis doesn't just like release germs onto the world like i don't i wash my shit like i don't understand so i, I don't have to wash it every time and if you don't like it too bad yeah you'd think that someone who like touches their mouth a lot would probably be in worse shape germ yeah. wise like if you're like yeah. constantly fucking putting your fingers in your mouth the dislodge food ugh, when i yeah. see that it drives me nuts but yeah but i mean your hands are way dirtier than yeah. they should be if your hands are cleaner than your dick there's i don't know what you're doing in life because like i don't go i don't run around touching my dick to everything my dick gets washed <laughs> it gets covered in underwear and then it stays yeah. that way the whole day yeah. my hands are touching everything but it is weird like i will always wash my hands if somebody's in there i'll pee and then i'll go to the mirror and i'll like look use the mirror to look and see if i can see feet under the stalls <laughs> and if i don't i just walk out real fast not every time most of the i'd say i wash my hands at work 90 percent of the time yeah that's pretty good but the other 10 percent, it's solely because i can get away with it yeah it's human nature. Yeah, I if think we, most people probably. I'm sure there's people that like wash their hands every single time. I do most of the time, but it's real. It's genuinely out of social judgment. Yeah, yeah. Social pressure is weird like that. I mean, it can literally force me into doing something I normally wouldn't do. Just like I've never had someone be in the bathroom at work and then not wash my hands because fuck. All right, well, gotta do it. Social pressure does make people do weird stuff. I was eating spaghetti yesterday. I remember the day someone taught me how to eat spaghetti. I went out with this girl to the spaghetti factory. I think her sister was the one that actually taught me how to eat spaghetti because I was eating it like a fucking Neanderthal. How old are you at this? Oh. When did you learn how to eat spaghetti? 19. Okay. Yeah. I'm sitting there eating it and I'm just like scooping it and like shoving the noodles in my mouth and going, <laughs> like sucking the noodles. At, at 19, you're still doing this? <laughs> yeah. You yeah. weren't like twirling it nope. or okay. none of that. I was just, you know, just real stupid and nasty. And, <laughs> yeah. and, the, and the girl I was with, I know she was just like, oh my God, like, what is this? And yeah. so her sister was like, hey, um, let me show you a better way. She said it like that. Man. Wow. So she like, there's got to be a better way. Yeah. So she, she's like, let, let me show you. And like, she, put her fork in and she twisted it, tilted it up, put it to her mouth. And I'm like, holy shit, man. All right. Like you, you that, went 19 years. Yeah. It was amazing. I was eating spaghetti like a normal person. It wasn't getting all over my face, but I do notice that I will only eat spaghetti like that. If I'm out in public. Well, I, sure. I, I revert back to my old self. Yeah. I, I'm eating spaghetti yesterday and I'm just sucking the noodles into my face as the noodle like gets closer to the edge of the noodle gets closer to my lips it's like flopping and slinging <laughs> sauce everywhere <laughs> a fucking hose just, yeah. <laughs> just smattering you and everything around you in sauce yeah but yeah so when you're back home you just go back to being a fucking barbarian yeah yeah I use the restroom don't wash my hands and come out and eat yeah. the spaghetti like that you're just sitting at your house your fucking hands are covered in piss your face is covered in spaghetti sauce yeah so yeah, that's my thing with urinals. I don't know. It's just something I've always been weird about. I don't really get yeah. why you would talk to me, but yeah, I get it. Fine. That's just your thing, man. 
We all have them. I got a thing with drive-thrus. I get like this real bad anxiety when I pull up to a drive-thru. Mainly if there's someone in the car with me. If there's talking and I'm trying to order, I get this like level of, I don't know what it is, man. Maybe it's fear or maybe it's like my blood pressure starts going through the roof. Yeah. I think what it is is I can't hear two things at once and I'm not able to switch one of them off. Yeah, so uh, everybody in the car has to be silent as you approach the speaker. Dude, they can't even breathe. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I've rolled up to uh I've rolled up to windows before and gotten like angry at people. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, shut, shut up. Shut up. Yeah. Quiet. Shh. Quiet. And then like they they'll try to whisper to each other. Shh. shh. And then I'll I'll clap my hands or something. Yeah. It's kind of shitty. I get real <laughs> shitty in those. I can't deal with it. Like right. there's been times where I've driven off. Just driven off. Oh, fuck this. Just driven off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, there's times when I've like began an order. Yeah. And then just drove off. It's just like a, an anxiety that starts rising up in you. Dude, it's so bad. You're, I, I want to be clear on this. I am not disrespectful to the employees whatsoever. Sure. Like there's been one or two times where I've probably came off real shitty, but I just do not. And this, it's just, it's my issue. Right. And I try to like be composed. Um, one time, there's a Long John Silver's in Eastgate. Remember that? It's like real rundown. And yeah, yeah. A few years back, they went from just your standard menu board where you have to like manually change the shit. They switched from that to an electronic one. It was like a big TV screen. Oh, okay. I showed up there at like nine o'clock at night once. Yeah. Uh, Courtney and I were going to eat some like, you know, some hush puppies, some chicken yeah. or whatever. First time seeing it, I get up and everything's not in the right place. It's not in the original spot. You know, the yeah. number one is like on the fucking top right now. And it just didn't make sense. Yeah. But one of the main issues was it was so bright and I'm trying to look at this menu and the lady hops on as soon as I pull up. She's like, hey, can I help take your order? And I'm like, ah, you know, and, I'm, and I don't want to be an asshole. So I'm like, yeah, I just need a few minutes. And and I'm looking and then I could feel it creeping in. I could feel the anxiety. My fucking hands start sweating. I got sweat coming down my forehead. I mean, it's five minutes of I haven't even found the number one yet. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I haven't even found the fucking menu item yet. Yeah, you're just like, uh, uh. and it's uh, my chest is hurting. Yeah, and then I I mutter out like, uh, I, I don't understand why this menu board is as bright as it is. Who, who thought of this? Who fucking designed this menu board to be this fucking bright? It's nonsense. And then I put it in drive and drove off. <laughs> That's a fucking Jesus Christ. <laughs> that was your order and then just they're like uh, yeah just drove uh, off and i think i went to white castle or yeah, something <laughs> where they have the fucking decency to have a dim menu board my 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 guess is they probably have a daytime mode and a nighttime mode that's and they what forgot it was to change it or it should be automatic but kathy inside was like oh man i think it's on day mode still oh yeah let's push that button right problem solved and then you got this lunatic in his car having a nervous breakdown <laughs> like right. he's a grown man he's got kids he's good job and everything and he's fucking losing his shit over this menu board that's me man and i i it's never gotten better yeah it, i think it might actually have gotten worse over the years wow and like if you and i were there going yeah. to order if you're talking on the phone with someone yeah Dude, we're not eating. Yeah, just, we're just suddenly peeling off or fucking running into a trash can. And, yeah, we're we're driving off. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> I just want my fucking chicky tendies. Oh, uh, there are some places I can't even go back to. 
I'm so embarrassed. Yeah. From this freaking out that I haven't been there in years. Cause for some reason in my head, I'm thinking, oh, well that teenager that I lost my mind on yeah. is somehow still there. And uh, she'll recognize me and then spit in my hamburger. Yeah. Those aren't my proudest yeah. moments. You need to like have some sort of a uh, exposure therapy to get over it. Like <clears throat> take me and like three other dudes and we'll just go through every, like a bunch of drive throughs all day <laughs> and just fucking have loud conversations. And just <laughs> make you order and get food. <laughs> Do it like six times and you'll be like fucking you'll be over it. Or we'll all be dead. One of the two <laughs> things. Okay. Well, we had a topic today and we have meandered to this point. So let's get into it. Yeah. Drugs. Drugs. I think it's pretty safe to say that the war on drugs has uh, been a massive failure everywhere, everywhere we look that it's been implemented. Yeah. Um, yeah. I would say that prohibition is not the answer. Yeah. That decriminalization is the answer. Actually having a government that puts money into rehabilitation for drug addicts and not into penalization. I think punishing a drug addict is like punishing somebody who got cancer. You can make an argument that... They brought the cancer on themselves, and there's truth to that. I mean, it is, there's a lot of factors in why someone becomes a drug addict or gets addicted to drugs, and maybe the argument can be made that it's not their fault in any way. If you look at, like, childhood trauma, like, the nature of a human mind when it comes to how they're raised and their environment, I still think as a society, we can't get too in the weeds on holding people accountable. You can say, yes, it is their fault that they got addicted to drugs, but now they're addicted to drugs and they have a medical issue something that very few people can contend with. Most people um, who get off of those drugs go back on it or like struggle with it their entire lives. Crack, fentanyl, heroin, like these drugs, you know, nicotine is probably one of the most addictive substances on the planet Earth, but we just don't look at it the same way because it doesn't intoxicate you, right? But it's like people who smoke, who quit, want a cigarette every day for the rest of their fucking lives. It's the number one most preventable death in the United States. Of tobacco? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure, Crazy. sir. And I smoke on and off. I mean, I vape or whatever, but I'm highly addicted to nicotine. And I can only imagine, if it was a hardcore drug, what that would have done to my life. Like I'd be broke and homeless and fucking stealing from people. You know what I mean? I would just be a homeless person in a ditch. Because, oh, yeah. Because um, it, 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 I'm like addicted to it, man. chemically changes you, man. Yeah, yeah. Fentanyl, heroin, crack, cocaine, like all these drugs, you become so chemically addicted to it that you just become a different person. And the, and the United States response has been to just ban, prohibit, and jail anybody for simple possession. It's done nothing but create more criminals. It hasn't lowered any drug use at all. We still have the same percentage of drug use that we did when they started the war on drugs. 50 years ago. Yeah. And a trillion, a trillion dollars ago. Yeah. I just think the war on drugs has been a gigantic failure and we need to stop punishing simple possession and we need to treat uh, people who are addicted to drugs like people, what they are, people with a medical condition. I mean, if you look at other countries that actually try to rehabilitate their drug addicts, their recidivism rates are way lower. It's interesting too is the the effect that our drug war has done to other countries that are also following suit or have followed suit. It's ruined them. I mean, yeah. when you when you prohibit something, you create a black market for that thing. I mean, prohibition of alcohol is a prime example. Sure. One of the reasons they wanted to get rid of alcohol originally was because the societal downfall of the perceived effects of alcohol were such that they thought banning it would make it better, but it made it worse. And then you had the fucking mafia come uh, as a result. Like there, there's such a deep 
effect that takes place when you prohibit something that is essentially a commodity, like right. coffee or bread or or whatever drugs are a commodity because they are they want to be consumed by people if you outlawed coffee there'd be a black market for coffee oh, and yeah. you would have motherfuckers stabbing each other for it. yeah you wouldn't be able to stop it would the coffee drinkers would still drink coffee it right. would just become violent it'd be and, more expensive too yep. because when you outlaw something and you don't regulate it mm -hmm. you could basically price it however you want and then you have this culture of crime then you have generations of families who grow up in this culture of violence and and secrecy and and selling to communities and and it just doesn't make any sense man why would you not in turn just try to regulate it collect some tax on it it creates more drug addicts and criminals it like creates every, a black market yep everything about it is is negative yeah and it's just ineffective and it's just, you know, Christian moral grandstanding is the original thing. Also racism. A lot of the war on drugs initiated by Nixon was specifically targeted at the hippies and the blacks. Like, that's who, like, I actually have a quote here from, he's the assistant to the president for domestic affairs under Nixon, John Ehrlichman. You want to know what this war on drugs was really about? The Nixon campaign in 1968 and the Nixon White House after that had two enemies, the anti-war left and black people. You understand what I'm saying? We knew we couldn't make it illegal to be either against the war or black, but by getting the public to associate with the hippies with marijuana and blacks with heroin, then criminalizing both heavily, we could disrupt those communities. We could arrest their leaders, raid their homes, break up their meetings, and vilify them night after night on the evening news. Did we know we were lying about the drugs? Of course we did. This is what the war on drugs was about. So I think that, that that's probably a good example of like that coming to light, but it goes back even farther than that. So sure. when the Chinese uh, come over and they were smoking opium, we prohibited opium smoking right. by them because we were afraid they were going to, I don't know, like come into... Yeah come into their own and become these monsters and take our women. Rape and, our whites. Yeah, right. Who knows? Right. And then, and then uh, marijuana uh was stigmatized because in the 70s because of mexicans like it's so silly man it's it so silly like, yeah it seems like all drug prohibition most has been just based on like racism Prior i'm not liking a group of of people but yeah now now these certain types of people are using these drugs and oh okay well that's a threat let's yeah. outlaw it and yeah. by outlawing it maybe we'll outlaw the person i don't know what the thought is but it's pretty yeah it's to put down particular groups they don't want really i mean it's just racism i mean at the end of the day we don't like blacks we don't like mexicans we don't like chinese people we don't like whoever government policy has been geared towards that's that's the thing with um people that deny the systemic racism like yes the left has made some stuff cartoonish in the systemic racism but to pretend it doesn't exist in our history all throughout our history is insane i mean jim crow was what 60 years ago we had you know separate water fountains. So the number of people currently incarcerated in the U.S. is 2.3 million. One in five are for a drug offense. Oh, 24% are black people, even though they make up 13%. Jesus, man. Yeah. Now, I, I, some of you might say, well, hey, that's because black people do more drugs. You're racist. I just want you to know that. They target their drug enforcements in those neighborhoods. Right. Well, yeah, there's a myriad. I mean, God, we could do a whole episode on racism and why the numbers are the way they are but it's certainly i mean 
if you believe that it's just because that's what black people do, you're a racist. I mean, yeah. that is just what it is. It's what low income people do. Right. And, and we, what people who've been oppressed and who were literally segregated 60 years ago and enslaved hundreds of years ago. I mean, there's just so much than the redlining of districts. There's so much that goes into why the stats are what they are and why they make up 24% of the prison and 13% of the population. 350,000 of those are marijuana arrests, which that's 350,000 people that shouldn't have been arrested. That's a little bit of breakage, don't you think? Like, that's a, like that's insane. What's the economic impact of those 350,000 people if we had 350,000 capable people walking around the streets, being productive, building roads, bridges, and teaching, and, and but doing something productive, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's, it's most, fucking insane. Being doing drugs makes you not anything. Like, it doesn't make you bad. It doesn't make you good. Like, plenty of good people do. Most people that do drugs are good people. Sure. People just like, yeah, but the probably thing, the majority of yeah, them. Yeah, and, absolutely. And the people that would say otherwise probably got a beer in their hand right now. Yeah. And don't realize what insane hypocrites they are. I uh, read a statistic that out of all drug arrests, 40% of that drug arrest is marijuana. What, yeah. what, what are we talking about? Like, what, it, It's fucking legal yeah. in most of the states now. Yeah. Well, we're or getting, half the states. Marijuana, we are finally getting to a point where there's some sanity. Um, people are really starting to realize, like, okay, we have the, we've had some states that were the experiments that went legal way earlier on and nothing fucking horrible has happened. I mean, there's some negative effects when you legalize a drug, but the positives way outweigh sure. the negatives by a lot. I mean, yeah. I'm pretty sure in Colorado when they started like DUIs dropped drastically because people wow. are choosing out we because there's some people who just don't want to do things that are illegal and that, that's fine of course i mean i'm not gonna shit like i personally just do what i think is moral and i don't give a fuck about the law the law doesn't dictate my morality um i'm a good person i think and i just don't do things that are bad let people put what they want into their own bodies right let people have bodily autonomy and then regulate the consequences to some degree if you're on crack and you commit a crime you should be punished for committing a crime you shouldn't be punished for being on crack and we just spent another episode ripping on the right but it's like this concept of small government and staying out of our lives but you know, make sure you get in between a woman and her doctor. Make sure that you tell gay people they can't have sex. Make sure that people can't put what they want in their own bodies. Here's the financial impact on the war on drugs. 293 million worth of equipment transferred from the military to law enforcement through the 1033 program in 2019 alone. To militarize the police yeah, for to fight drugs. Police. Yeah, it's... It's how insane is that? Yeah, for a war that doesn't work. The war is a concept, by the way. It's not even... Like, it, it's not a real war. I mean, it's a real war, but it's a concept. Like you could stop it right now. Yeah, because it's the war on human nature. I it's mean, a war on what, human nature and the consumption is. of commodities. Yep. $3.5 is the amount of money taxpayers will spend funding the Drug Enforcement Agency in 2021. That could go to, what do you Healthcare, think? Schools. Infrastructure. Schools. You named it. Fucking anything other than this bullshit. Yeah. 6500 is how much money the Drug Enforcement Agency costs to run per minute. $6,500 per minute. Per minute is what it costs. $47 billion is the estimated amount that the U.S. government will spend per year enforcing drug prohibition. For what? It doesn't work. The numbers are the same. It's immoral. It's telling people what to do with their bodies. So there's all these this talk about banning certain firearms because of shootings shootings would drop 
drastically if we ended the war on drugs. The vast majority of shootings are with pistols and shotguns and gangland shootings over drugs. Over drugs. That's what the shootings come from. The massacres of little kids, which is fucking horrible, uh, with assault rifles, the shit that makes the news and gets everybody riled up is a minute percentage of actual shootings that happen. And so ending the war on drugs, especially when we're talking about something like marijuana, which has no business being illegal, which is way less detrimental than alcohol, the drug of choice for America. It's insane that we will put people in prison for their whole lives. We have people who are in prison their whole lives because of marijuana possession. The idea that we would spend this much time and energy for a plant that is far less harmful than the drug that we all seem to love is insane. And I think America's starting to really wake up to that. Obviously we have groups of people who aren't and they just need to be plowed through um, legislatively until they fuck off. But for the most part, like just legalize marijuana, decriminalize all the other drugs, change our penalization system over to a rehabilitative system so that drug addicts with simple possession can just get help. Like, let's just do what's effective. And if you also look at over the 50 years, that's always been a campaign point for Democrats and Republicans is what side can go after the hardcore drugs better than the other. And then as, as the normal everyday person at home, who's not like reading and keeping up on life, he says, Oh wow. Yeah. They really care about the safety of my children. They really care about the our communities, uh, yeah. you know, I might vote for him because his stance on drugs is way harder than the other guys is. It's all bullshit. So the way you keep your kids off drugs is to be a good parent and try to teach them about drugs. Don't lie to them about drugs. It's not really the government's job to tell people what they can and can't put in their own body. But like you said, decriminalize all of it, in my opinion. So there's people that have been making an argument for full legalization of everything, but you know, de- at least decriminalize everything, legalize marijuana, tax the fuck out of marijuana, put it into your schools, put it, in, put it, put that money into your roads. And you know, look talking at, about the tax money, yeah, not the marijuana, right? Yeah, well, if you want to put it in your schools and roads, that's fine. It comes with your class books, just a fucking fat sack. Then treat the people who are addicted to them like patients, not yeah, horrible yeah. criminals. Because we create criminals. You take somebody who was not a criminal who just tried a drug, happened to get caught, especially if they're like a young black kid in a community, the community that's over policed and way more likely to be caught for those kind of things. And then they go into jail with fucking killers, with people who are drug dealers. They learn how to be a criminal. They're told that, like, they're not going to be anything but that. And they're, the, the system's already showing them that. And then they come out criminalized. It's having the total opposite effect that it was ever intended to have. It's ridiculous. We should be better than this at this point. I knew a woman who was arrested for possession of marijuana in Kentucky. This is like seven or eight years ago. She did a year and a half in jail, man. A year oh, and a wow. half in jail for just possessing. And it was like a, a really small amount, but yeah. they had mandatory minimums. Yeah, they had, oh, that's, yeah, mandatory minimums are a disaster. And it ruined her life, man. Yeah. She did a year and a half in jail. What are we talking? I, I listened to an interview the other day. There was a guy who had a cocaine charge. He was year 20 into his prison sentence. On a 40-year prison term. Over 40 years over some cocaine. What are we doing, man? And then all of a sudden, you'll have people who were 
instrumental in the war on drugs, quote unquote. Now these people are proponents of legalizing and decriminalizing marijuana. And how do we, how did we not have this common sense 50 years ago? Is, is the communities that we have, is this, is, is this like new? Is this like some experiment? No, we've had this issue for thousands of years. Well, There's always been drugs. There's always yeah. been people wanting to feel different. Well, again, it's because it's not about the drugs. It's about it's about putting down the communities that we we associate with the drugs and with and with social control. So this is I don't know. Well, this is an off topic, but why are drugs that actually potentially have a benefit for the user or wake the user up illegal? And why is alcohol so encouraged? I mean, what does alcohol do? It makes you social. It makes you dumb. And I'm a drinker. I'm like you know, I like alcohol. Things like heavy doses of marijuana, psilocybin mushrooms, LSD, uh, DMT, ayahuasca, like these drugs will bring you out of your own head into a feeling of consciousness that you've never had, will make you question authority. I think there's an argument for medicinal psychedelics. You eat some psilocybin and meditate for eight hours and become a better human being from it. I've had trips that were beneficial to me as a person that let me see things about myself and the world that I would not have been capable of seeing otherwise. And people who do that aren't as easy to be controlled. You want your population going to work every day and then coming home and being and just sitting there drinking, just dumbing down their mind, watching something, getting up and doing it. You do not want people who are exploring their own consciousness, who are exploring the nature of power and power hierarchies and how the world works and are like actually trying to change the world around them. You want dumb, productive worker bees. And so alcohol, good, marijuana, psilocybin, LSD, all those are bad. It's not for public health that we're banning those kind of drugs specifically. It's because those drugs, I think, genuinely threaten power. Like they're learning things about themselves. They're waking up. I mean, that's what the 60s was about. People were doing a lot of those drugs. And there was a lot of goofy bullshit that came out of that movement because you can abuse drugs just like anything else. But like, there's a lot of people who realize that the system that we currently have is ridiculous. The people in power are fucking liars. And things like those kind of drugs are catalysts to those ideas. Well, that's it for us, folks. Thanks for watching. As usual, check us out on any podcast platform that you prefer. Check out our YouTube. Check out our Clips channel if you just want the topics broken down. We're on Twitter. Come and say hi. We're on Instagram. Come and say hi. We're on Discord. Come and say hi. You, you haven't seen stuff. a lot of... Uh action in there yet yeah there's like a couple people but you know yeah let's do that more come and talk to us even if you want to just insult us dude oh i'm okay with that that's good bring it thanks for watching we'll see you next week see ya